What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everybody and welcome to Movie Crush, Mini Crush, Mini Crush. It's the little crush. It's the tiniest, littlest, cutest damn crush on the internet. Yet it still crushes you. That isn't about baby goats. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Noel? I'm doing okay, man. I'm about, about the same as when we recorded uh, a few minutes ago. Um, <laughs> peek behind the curtain. <laughs> or ruining the magic. Um, call it what you will. <laughs> Uh, man, I'm sweating. It is hot in here. How do you have on that coat? I don't know. I, I, I'm not feeling it like you are, Chuck. I don't know. Jeez. All right. I don't know what's going on. Um, welcome, everyone. Hope these mini crushes are going well for you. I am certainly enjoying them, and I think Nola is. Oh, big time. I don't want to speak for you, Noel. Speak away. Uh, all right. My name's Nolan. I'm super hot, too, and I just don't support Chuck. Lies. <laughs> uh, all right. This week, we're going to start... With segment one, uh, social studies. Social studies with Charles W. Chuck Bryant. And as you know, social studies is when I ask you on Facebook, on the Movie Crush page, a little question, and everybody answers. And this week, we're going to go with this question. What actor or actress will make you see a movie just because they're in it? And why? How about that? It's making my, it's making me think. Yeah, um, I'm going to go. Well, I have a couple of answers as usual. I so cheat when it comes to these things. Part of me says Michael Shannon, just because he's so awesome, and I will see anything that he's in for sure. 
I recently heard him described on NPR as as constantly playing bug eyed psychopaths. Yeah, and I was like, that's not very nice. That's just how he looks. But then I looked at pictures of him, and he doesn't always look like that. <laughs> he can totally put on the bug eyed expression, and yeah. that is like a thing that he does. That's He's true. a very attractive man. <laughs> He's acting. Um, so Noel has a crush on Michael Shannon, which Big is time. great. Yeah. Uh, but then part of me also says, um, like, you know, like George Clooney, because of this reason, is George Clooney the best actor ever? No, but he's really solid. And my deal with Clunes is if I'm talking about, will I see a movie if he's in it? I know it's going to be a good movie because people like George Clooney can be super selective now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the George Clooney's and the Julia Roberts of the world are super selective in their movies. So nine times out of 10, a George Clooney movie is going to be a really good movie. Michael Clayton is going to be a great movie. Syriana is going to be a great movie. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou is going to be a great movie. Um, so if you're asking what movie would I see just because they're in it, Clooney's pretty solid choice for me for that reason. Mine is Nicolas Cage. Oh, come on. You don't see, <laughs> no one alive has seen every movie Nicolas Cage is he in. He makes so many. I don't know. I, I, I think he's a delight. I'm really excited about his new movie, Mandy, coming out. Apparently he has I've heard like about a, that. a chainsaw fight. And yeah, yeah. Like it's the guy that directed that movie, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, that was kind of this throwback VHS style, uh-huh. like a synthy 80s, you know, sci-fi. And this one is apparently Nicolas Cage at his most batshit and unhinged. And yeah. used properly, because Nicolas Cage is like a deadly weapon, you know, right. in the wrong hands. Yes. He's going to burn the town down. But Which like, is to say yeah. his own hands. Exactly, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's a fascinating character. I'm only half joking. I, I love okay. seeing his bad movies, you know. <laughs> the Wicker Man is, is insanely bad. I never, so I, I would not, I, did, I didn't see that. Yeah, no. We're, we're on two opposite sides of the spectrum here, Chuck. Yeah. I like the original, though. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and start listing some of these. Erica Winter says, Richard Jenkins, boy, he's great. Uh, he's an incredible actor, elevates even a mediocre script with his interpretation. Um, I agree with that. And I know you said you didn't love Shape of Water, but didn't you think he was fantastic? Yeah, I mean, he's great. Yeah. Six Feet Under is, is one oh. of my top three all-time shows. Yeah. And he's just, every time he appears, is the, uh, the ghost father. The ghost father. Yeah. Ghost dad. He is ghost dad. Um, Fox Rain Matthews says Gene Wilder. I uh, was raised in foster care growing up and always imagined him as my long lost father. Uh, that's how it started anyway. Boy, that's a great reason. Uh, we have a lot of Tom Hanks's in here. Uh, Brett Wellstead says Tom Hanks, uh, because he's been in a variety of roles in film genres, uh, comedy, drama, crime, suspense, dark, rom-com, sci-fi, animation. Um, that is true. Tom Hanks is Solid. He doesn't really pick a stinker either, usually. I mean, I'm not, not crazy usually. about those Da Vinci movies. Those are just not, mm, my, not yeah, my thing. But not into that either. I'm, I'm sure they're fine. Did you see Cloud Atlas? That's one of those ones that people either said was fucking amazing yeah. or unwatchably bad. And I have not seen it, so I have yet to make a determination. I know. There. I need to check that out. Uh, quite a few Tom Hardys as well. Uh, Kayla M.H. says Tom Hardy. Not only is he gorgeous, but I love the intensity he brings to his roles. Uh, that is certainly true. He's great. Have you seen Bronson? Oh yeah, so oh, so good. That's where he's yeah. That's started it for me yeah, at least. It's one where he's all beefed up. It's like a Clockwork Orange in a lot of ways. Like yeah. the, the story to that movie and just the way it's shot. That's a true story. And, oh yeah, yeah, about yeah. That guy, but right? the, the the way it's shot and like the way that character progresses reminds me a lot of of, of Kubrick and yeah, Clockwork Orange yeah. for sure. Uh, Blaine Turner says Tilda Swinton uh, so captivating and really vanishes into her characters. That is certainly true. Yeah, she's wonderful. 
Uh, Nick Kelly, I'll see anything Ryan Gosling since Drive came out, uh, mainly to see if he's playing Dark Side Ryan or Lars Ryan. Yeah, man, he's really versatile. I like Gosling. Same. Man crush. Uh, Avalon Rector. Hey, we heard from Avalon on, uh, listener mail on the last one. Dame Maggie Smith. She's a powerhouse and rocks everything she does. Her stint on Downton Abbey as a sarcastic dowager is tops. Boy, you are right there. Uh, Greta Koning says Daniel Day Lewis. Of course. Yeah, I just saw Phantom Thread. I have not seen it yet. I'm very much looking forward to it. Man, what a movie. Uh, Jason Hancock again with Daniel Day Lewis and anything. Um, Vanessa Lopez says Steve Buscemi. Sometimes the movies isn't, uh, aren't great like Con Air and Armageddon, but he's a great character actor. Always entertaining. Con Air is a masterpiece. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Renee Chavez, John Cusack. So I'll say anything when I was uh, an impressionable 13 year old when my home life was a wreck and I escaped to the movies, uh, with movies and music. He's been a part of my movie going live since then. Uh, yeah, I like John Cusack, but boy, you want to read some stories, read I was about, about to say. <laughs> crazy John Cusack yeah. stories in Chicago. Apparently not the, not the nicest fellow. Yeah, he sounds like a real piece of work. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Uh, 
Uh, Jennifer Fitz Fee says Robert Duvall. Uh, Wayne Hickson says Jason Statham. Uh, Dan Stillhart Brody says Gary Oldman. Shannon Lambert, Tom Cruise in any action movie. Tom Cruise can rock the action picture. He's really good at running. I will say, I will say that. Uh, oh man, I saw a thing the other day where they showed the real, you know, he's famous for doing his own stunts. Uh-huh. They showed the behind the scenes. Um, I guess this is new mission impossible where he jumps from one building to another and it's really him. And he has, of course, wires and stuff, yeah. but he runs and jumps off of a building to another one and slams into the wall, comes up short and it shows it in slow mo and like cracks his ankle sideways. Oh my God. So he's wired and stuff, but he got like legit injured. And it's crazy. Even if I had wires, I don't know like if I would do that. Well, he's like obviously some kind of magical, ageless pixie creature because he yeah. looks like he's 20 years old. And he's got to be pushing late 50s. I, I don't know. How old do you think he is? Well, dude, he's I'm still 46 and he's at, at least 10 or 12 years older yeah, than me. Crazy. Like, I think he's, you think he's drinking children's blood or something to keep looking like that. He's drinking that Scientology juice. That's probably it. <laughs> uh, Annabelle Sutton says uh, Bene- uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. And Kristen Bell, two great picks. I love me some Kristen Bell. She's great. Uh, oh man, Mary Lydia, the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, absolutely. Man, heartbreaking. Uh, Rob, speaking of heartbreaking, Rob uh, Dickinson says Bill Paxton. Always so grounded and relatable. That is certainly true. I, I really enjoyed uh, Big Love a lot. I think that wasn't a lot of people's number one HBO show, but I watched it every moment of that. And I think he is such a grounded, interesting character, like flawed, but also just very human and relatable in that show as unrelatable a situation as that, you know, show. I think Emily saw that. I never saw that. It's great. About the, you know, polygamy in uh, Mm -hmm. in Utah. Debbie Huntsman drought says Meryl Streep. Well, I know that's a bit of an obvious answer, but you can't go wrong with Meryl Streep. Mm -hmm. Tim Curry from Lisa Mata Bond Interesting. Tim Curry is great. Um, it's very sad that he is uh, not going to be acting anymore. I, I think he's making appearances, though. Someone said that he was at a con. They saw him at a con recently yeah. and that he's, uh, you know, with it enough to, like, do those appearances. So yeah, he had a pretty severe stroke. Wasn't that what it was? That was what it was, yeah. Very sad. The great Tim Tim Curry. And his best work uh, is in the movie Congo. If you haven't seen Congo, that's some serious scenery chewing <laughs> character he plays in Congo. that. You know what I'm talking about? The one with the monkeys uh-huh. shooting the lasers? Yeah. <laughs> It was like, you know, a cash grab after Jurassic Park did so well. It is Jurassic Park. It is not, I tell you. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Glenn Kister says Helen Mirren always. Totally agree. I have the biggest crush on Heron, uh, Helen Mirren. That's me talking, by the way. Uh, Catherine Burwitz, uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan's pretty great. Uh, Robert Lamb, our own Robert Lamb, the stuff to blow your mind, says Brad Dorif, because you know he's always going to breathe the right level of wide-eyed insanity into the part. And now I Google Brad Dorif. He was the voice of Chucky. Tell you that. Oh, he was also the Doc in uh, in Deadwood. And yeah, well, he was. Uh, he was in Blue he was Velvet. In, uh, I remember him from uh, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh my God! I didn't even remember that. But yeah, he was one of the uh, asylum mates. I guess. Yeah, and the kind of the main. Uh, a lot of the story revolves around what happens to him, mm-hmm. uh, which I won't spoil, mm-hmm. even though that movie's like hundred years old. Uh, Jessica Foley says Julia Roberts. Yeah, that's true. What I mentioned earlier, she doesn't act much anymore. And you can bet if she does, it's going to be a pretty good movie. Remember in your Tig and Taro interview, she was talking about Cher. Uh-huh. And how Cher was only, you know, does a movie once in a blue moon and they're all super high caliper. I yeah. think that's a, an interesting one too. Totally. 
Uh, Brian uh, Throckmorton. No, oh, what's up, Brian? I know Brian from way back. Sally Hawkins and Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, for sure. All right. I guess that probably winds it up. Did I read enough? Yeah, that was a good number. Eve Elliott, Vigo Mortensen. Oh, yes. Oh, Vigo is good. History of Violence. I watched that again for the first time in years recently. And so that great. is excellent, excellent film. Did you see Captain Fantastic? I loved it. Loved oh, it. Loved so it. great. I think it got a bad rap for being too overly schmaltzy or, you know, oh. you know. I thought it was just amazing. It just got me. Caleb uh, Wyatt says Bill Murray and Michael Sarah. Uh, hey, there's a uh, there's a Nick Cage fan in here. Adam Balkovic. My boy. Nice. All right. So uh, we're going to move on. Thanks for those answers. That was great. Uh, we're going to move on to segment two, uh, and we're going to do highlight reel this week. And so for highlight reel, as you know, I just highlight whatever I feel like highlighting, whether it's a, a movie or an actor or a director or maybe a, a few movies from a director. And this week, I'm going to go with the wonderful actor Amy Adams, um, one of my favorites. Um, her career, you know, she started in TV, did a bunch of TV small roles for a few years, kind of the traditional path. Uh, and then the first thing I saw her in was Catch Me If You Can, the great uh, Steven Spielberg movie with Leo DiCaprio as the, uh, I can't remember his name, but the, the true story of the guy who uh, wrote fake checks mm-hmm. to great success. Just like an expert grifter. Yes, yeah. expert grifter. That's a good way to put I, it. I like that too because it's, you know, it's a period piece. It's like 70s, I guess, or late, late 60s. And there's a part in Atlanta that is always interesting. Yeah, yeah. Know, when they're this party pad, like, uh-huh. you know, in Midtown or something. Yeah. Well, actually, that party pad was a, uh, was a party pad near the Chattahoochee River. And it was a legendary apartment complex on the, on the hooch. Oh. For um, singles only, okay, like no kids, and it was uh, pretty. I, I had looked it up. I remember at the time, and it was just kind of one of those places yeah. that existed only in that time. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. Good bit of trivia there. Key party every night. Um, so she was in Catch Me If You Can, and she played the kind of doe-eyed, um, well, young wife. He married her. I think she had even braces at the beginning of the role, um, and she was just so young at the time. And then she kind of broke out from there uh, in 2005 with the the great as a critic starling in the great independent film Junebug, um, that really put her on the map. And then she had a really terrific run uh, over the next few years in Sunshine Cleaning, um, in Doubt, uh, Doubt. Did you see that? That's a great one. No, I I, I should though. I know people. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Highly of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Julie and Julia, of course, in 2010. Uh, David O. Russell's The Fighter and The Master in 2012. Pretty heavy year for her. Uh, 2013, American Hustle, and then Arrival and Nocturnal Animals um, just a couple of years ago. Have you seen Nocturnal Animals? I love Nocturnal Animals. Ooh, daddy. It's intense, but it's Man. like perfect. Hits all the boxes for me. It's like yep. creepy, atmospheric, surreal, yep. violent, amazing performances. It's got that kind of unreliable narrator quality to it, which I yeah. really like. It's a really cool movie. Yeah, I saw Nocturnal Animals without knowing anything about it, which is wonderful when that happens. Because the name doesn't really tell you much, and uh, you're really not sure where the story's going when you start watching that movie. Yeah, and Michael Shannon like doesn't play a bug-eyed sociopath in that one. I think he's like the sheriff, like a kind of a good guy character. That's right. So he can do it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she's just great. She's been in a lot of movies in between, obviously, uh, in Big Eyes, which I did not like, but she's great. Um. She had a small part in the Spike Jones movie Her, uh, which I just saw again the other night. Good movie. And, of course, played Lois Lane. Probably the best thing about those Superman movies to me. Uh, and she's just so versatile. 
when Amy Adams shows up, you know you're going to get a great performance. Um, she has the ability to be so natural no matter what role she's playing. Um, and that's really like the mark of a great actor to me is when they're just, you can never tell that she's acting. She's just so effortless in everything that she's in. Um, physically, she's really, she's like a casting director's uh, dream because she can play the plain Jane next door or um, like an American hustle. She can, uh, you can glamour her up uh, because she's very beautiful, obviously, but she can run the gamut on um, who she plays. She can play anything. Um, and it, again, it's just so effort, effortless. She's, there's really no role that I don't think that she could tackle. Um, successfully. And you can tell in the past few years, obviously, everything from American Hustle, which she just chewed through that movie, um, to Arrival, which was a very um, kind of an internal performance, I think. Is that a fair way of saying it? I think so. Yeah. Um, it's not big. No, but there's a, exactly there's a lot of emotional uh, uh-huh. complexity in that that reveals itself kind of gradually throughout the movie, and then there's a big kind of reveal. Yeah, um, big big stuff. Yeah, I, I loved that movie. That movie really got me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. If you're not like shedding tears in Arrival, then again you're dead inside. Uh, so that's my highlight reel for the week. Amy Adams, man, maybe one day the show can get to the point where I'm sitting down with people like her. You didn't like Big Eyes? No. How come? <laughs> Uh, I thought the movie just wasn't very good and Christoph Waltz, um, the casting of Christoph Waltz really bugged me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was from Oklahoma and Christoph Waltz comes in there and he didn't can't, even, he can't not do that. He can't hide his accent <laughs> and he is just a man from Oklahoma. He over enunciates everything. Yeah. And he didn't even try. It was so I weird. Know. It just threw me, it threw me from the whole movie because I was just like, why? Why, why cast a German guy to play a dude from Oklahoma? I can see that. I guess I didn't, it wasn't made real clear in the movie that he was from Oklahoma to me, and I didn't know anything about the story, and I just thought he probably was, thought he was Austrian or German. I, I, yeah, but in real to, life. To me, that didn't really play <laughs> in, into the into the movie, uh, it, but I, I quite enjoyed it. But it, it's a real cloying, awful, awful character that he yeah. plays, too. He's just, like, the worst. He steals, you know, his, uh, he basically, like, kind of marries this woman who is a, really talented painter he uh-huh. himself is like a hack painter and then ends up like stealing her work and kind right. of almost like keeping her enslaved almost for years yeah. it's such a f- crazy story that it kind of kept me invested and i like uh, a small tim burton movie too so that yeah kinda, it had me in, in that respect but all right i can see what you're saying chuck thumbs up from noel on big eyes thumbs down from me totally thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> although amy adams was great in it uh, i think i remember just feeling like that true story deserved better than what it got. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, but not literally because we're at work. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, finally we finish uh, with stream this and comment card uh, stream this. I yesterday in real time watched the ritual. Have you seen it yet? It's horror. Yes. Is it Netflix original? Oh, okay. Well, that's not true. Netflix bought it. Yeah. Uh, but is it, it one it of is... our Atlanta guys that had something to do with that? Yeah, David Bruckner. Okay. So David Bruckner is a local Atlanta filmmaker. He made his name originally with uh, his his part of the anthology horror movie The Signal. Um, it was a three part, and he on he went on to do three anthology movies in a row. So he did segments of The Signal, uh, VHS, and Southbound. And um, I personally think he was probably the best part of all three of those movies. 
But Bruckner is super talented and it took him a long time to get his first feature under his belt. He was, uh, he, he really made a name for himself. So he was attached to the, the Friday the 13th, um, reboot for a while. And as it goes in Hollywood, it, it kind of went into turnaround hell, I think. And he never got that off the ground. Um, you know, not his fault, of course. And, uh, it just took a while for, for David and to get in there and get his first feature going. And I think this one came together pretty quick. Um, in the end, it was based on a novel, um, maybe a novella, a short novel. Uh, and it's called The Ritual, just released in real time here, uh, this week. So that would be kind of early mid February. And it's, it's really good. It's unnerving. Um, and I actually got in touch with David and he's going to be on the show, which is going to be great. Cool. He's in LA now, so it's going to have to be out there. So the, the, uh, Dan Bush is kind of in that world too, right? Correct. Dan also directed one of the, uh, signal, uh, pieces. And our illustrious, uh, boss, Connell Byrne, is, is in those movies often. That's right. Yeah. That, that is, it comes weirdly, uh, full circle here. Um, but the ritual is a story about these four friends, um, in, uh, I guess they're in London at the beginning of the movie. Um, but they're, they're British dudes. And, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but, uh, the friends end up going on a hiking trip through Sweden, uh, to honor their friend. Um, and they take a shortcut through the forest to get to the, uh, the, wherever they're uh, going to end up, like a lodge to get there quicker. Uh, and as you know, when you take a shortcut through the forest, bad things happen, Noel. Every single time. Every single time. I'm like, how do these people not know they're in a horror movie? Don't do it. Don't go that way. No. In fact, one of the characters even has a line that says, uh, shortcuts like aren't even real or something because if, if they were, they would just be called, uh, the route. <laughs> you know, the, the hike, the, exactly. tr- the, the trudge. Yeah. So the ritual is great. It's, um, genuinely unnerving and spooky and creepy and david does an exceptional job of uh my favorite thing in these kind of movies which is called dread building um not giving you too much really anticipate like building up this anticipation of oh shit what is going on here what is going to happen with these guys what is this thing in the woods that is uh haunting slash stalking them uh really really terrific job there and uh the hardest part of these movies to me is the payoff that that end you know 15 or 20 minutes or so that third act is really tough in a movie like this because there's always the choice of like if there's a creature do you how much do you show of the creature do you give it all away do you explain it or not um and i just think david did a great job wrapping this one up it was satisfying to me on all levels mm-hmm. just hearing you describe it kind of makes me think of it comes at night have you seen that where it's sort of like I have not yet. They're in the woods. I heard it's awesome. Cabin and you know the the threat of a creature or uh-huh. this idea, this existential dread is as much the thing that builds the tension as any actual reveal of right. a dead creature or yeah. Thing, you know, I mean that's the that's what I want at least out of my movies like this. Um, you can take your your hostels. I saw the Green Inferno the other day. Finally. Have you seen that? That's like the kind of cannibal Holocaust type one. Yeah, Eli Roth's nah, kind of homage to those movies. Those. Well, too much. It was just bad. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. 
just wasn't any good. I, the only over over the top gore I like is stuff like Peter Jackson's Dead Alive, or yeah, you sense know, of humor to like it, kind of weird schlocky Japanese gangster movies and stuff. But when it, the torture porn stuff, just I just I don't see the point. Yeah, I actually fast forwarded through much of uh, Green Inferno. I just kind of wanted to finally see what the deal was. And I know the deal, and it's not that great of a deal. <laughs> anyway, the ritual you can get on Netflix. Uh, David made this himself, and then uh, sold it to Netflix. So that's where it will live forever. So go check it out and support David Bruckner. Um, great guy. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Finally, we finish up here with comment cards, some uh, emails from you guys. Uh, and this one is from Aaron Burke. What is a book you want to make into a movie, you would want made into a movie. Um, I'm going to go with my first instinct here, Aaron, and say the book Middlesex. Uh, I've been long on record as saying it's one of my favorite books, if not my favorite, from the great Jeffrey Eugenides. And uh, he also wrote The Virgin Suicides, which made a great movie. And um, it's just really, really terrific. It's a wonderful story. Uh, Middlesex, however would be tough to make into a two-hour film. And so the last thing I saw, which would be great, is that somebody, I think Showtime, might have been developing it for a uh, limited-run series, 
which is the perfect way to tell the story of Middlesex. And I think, I mean, this is a few years ago, so clearly there are uh, some problems um, in development with it because I don't think it's like right around the corner. But hopefully Showtime still has their eyes on the prize with Middlesex. Uh, so that would be just, just great to see that on the small, big screen. You got one, Noel? I don't read nearly enough as I should, Chuck. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, I will say, though, I'd, I'd love to see uh, a modern adaptation of The Grapes of Wrath. And I know it's that a classic, the, okay. the, the film, but I just would love to see it like a la P.T. Anderson or something. Yeah. Like big, sweeping, uh-huh. like, you know, modern Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, I hear you. Like with uh, cell phones and uh, no laser tag. <laughs> just with, you know, Ryan Gosling and Amy Adams. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Boom. Sold. Casting director. Hit me up. All right, number two, Carrie Gray, uh, best and worst remake. Um, I am going to go, I mentioned this in the last episode, uh, Arthur is the worst remake. And when it comes to bad remakes, it's probably because that first movie was important to you. The original Arthur was very important to me as a movie. In fact, I'll do a whole segment on Arthur at some point. Uh, and I only saw a little bit of the remake. I just, I didn't even want to see a little bit of it. Uh, even though our pal John Hodgman is in it uh, briefly. It's just, it was a bad idea. The great Greta Gerwig is in it. Russell Brand is great. And on paper, I would have thought, you know what, Russell Brand, perfect casting to replace Dudley Moore. But uh, in the end, just don't remake Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Brand's a bit much sometimes. Yeah. Too. yeah. Do you got a mo- uh, bad remake? Bad remake. I just... I don't go for I don't I try not to watch bad movies if possible unless they're Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> right. Man. No, nothing comes to mind right off. The Nicolas th- this is becoming a bit now. I like it. Yeah. I'm a fan. Uh and then the best remakes I'm, I'm just going to list a few of them here some of my favorites. Uh Scarface, the the Brian De Palma version um with Al Pacino, one of the great great remakes of all time. Uh Cape Fear. Uh, the Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, uh, Nick Nolte, uh, Jessica Lang version, and Juliette Lewis. One of the great, great remakes of all time. Uh, and I'm going to stick with Scorsese with the, the Departed. That was a remake of a foreign film called Infernal Affairs. And The Departed is, was one of my favorite movies of that year. Uh, some people don't like that movie. I don't get it. I think it's just terrific. I think it's excellent. Uh, this one came up um, in your interview with John Ronson. The Let the Right One In oh, yeah. remake is excellent. I would yeah. argue a little unnecessary, but very, very good. Yep. Agreed. Let me in. Very good job with that one. Good question, Carrie Gray. And then finally, Shannon Lee asks Chuck and Noel, you can watch only one genre for the rest of your life. Which would it be? One genre. Of movie. That is tough. Um, Shannon, I'm going to go, I'm going to let Noel think and I'm going to go with, I'm going to go, I think with drama, just straight up drama. Um, and drama is on a bit on a spectrum. So that includes, um, that includes a lot. So maybe that's why I'm picking it. I would, you know, I love to laugh and I love comedies, but there are so few really great comedies these days. I feel like I would be wasting my time. Um, romantic comedies, certainly not if I was going to pick a genre. Sci-fi, I love for sure. Horror, I like, but I, I, I don't think I could diet only on those movies. 
So I'm going to go with just straight up drama. I think that's a bit of a cheat, Chuck, because drama can include sci-fi. Drama has comedy. Drama has, you know, if it's a good yeah, film. Yeah, but if it's got sci-fi in it, it will be called sci-fi. In this, That's the rules of this exercise? I think so. Okay. What are you picking? I think drama as well. Only I was going to say comedy, but I feel like so much good drama has comedy in it. And sure. like these days, like stuff that's billed as a straight comedy it's not usually great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so if it's a good film, like Lady Bird, for example, which I have not seen, but apparently has a lot of humor in it, but you know, it's not a comedy. No, Lady Bird, I would call it coming of age drama. Right. Yeah. For sure. I think encapsulated within drama, you kind of get all of the, uh, the, the tasty bits that you need for your movie diet. So I think that's a good one, Chuck. Tasty bits from Noel. So that's another mini crush in the can, right, Noel? It is, in fact, in the can, like a film can. Is that what we're talking about? That's where it comes from. Cool. If I'm not mistaken. You learn something new every day that you probably already should have known. That's right. Uh, great subtitle for this show. So your homework this week, everybody, is the great independent film Party Girl starring Parker Posey. Uh, this week's guest is going to be Guy Branham. Uh, wonderful, awesome, super smart, just great guy. Um, great guy. See what I did there? Uh, guy's a comedian. He, uh, he does this great show called, uh, talk show, the game show. And he's just a great dude. It was good to have him in here. And I wanted to do, I wanted to start my own podcast with Guy after we, uh, we did that episode. And so we talked about Party Girl. Watch it this week. And thanks a lot for listening. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.